This is the Agape Project, from the Office of Campus Ministry at Bellarmine University. Agape, Greek noun, the highest form of love. Selfless, sacrificial, and unconditional. transcends worldly ties, persists without fail. Always giving, devotes total commitment to see the highest and the best. Hi everyone, Laura Klein, Director of Campus Ministry here with you and welcome to our new podcast out of Campus Ministry, The Agape Project. I love the name we came up for this podcast, The Agape Project, in part because the nerd in me loves learning and digging more into a word like agape that is quite literally Greek to us. That is, of course, that agape is a Greek word for love, which is maybe most well-known within the Christian context of the canonical gospels in which Jesus commands his followers, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment, and the second is like unto it, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. That's from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 22. What's fascinating and also really cool is that the Greeks didn't just have one word for love. They had, depending on how you slice it, upwards of six or more words for different types of love. So eros is sexual passion, the idea of being madly in love with another person, which honestly kind of terrified the Greeks a little bit. Or there's philia, which is affectionate regard or friendship between family and friends, what's sometimes been called brotherly love, as in Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love. Storge is used to describe instinctual empathy that commonly parents feel towards their children. Thank goodness, right? Philosha is self-love, which can lean towards vanity and egotism, or a more healthy self-love that allows a person to, in turn, open themselves more to others. They even have a word for our favorite Bellarmine value of hospitality, the love and friendship extended to guests, which is called xenia. But agape is considered the highest form of love, a love that is universal, unconditional, and transcends and persists regardless of circumstance. So as you might guess, being that Campus Ministry is the host of this Agape Project podcast, agape is also the word used to describe God's love for us as humankind and our call for how we should love God and one another. So aside from my geeking out about the Greek superiority of language over our quite mundane, honestly, English language, the other reason I love the name Agape Project is because trying to understand and define love calls to mind our very limited, very human inability to fully understand, define, or put into words our understanding of God. What is love? Well, in Corinthians, we get a laundry list of what love is and is not. You've probably heard this before if you've ever been to a Christian wedding ceremony. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, 
always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. So does that fully encapsulate your own experience of love? I mean, listen, it's a decent starting point, uh, but probably it doesn't fully capture the essence of love as we've each known it. Because each of us have our own unique experiences and relationships and lenses through which we've come to understand what love is and what it's not. And when we start talking about God, the divine, Allah, Yahweh, great spirit, we each have our own stories, relationships, encounters, and lenses through which we've come to know and understand or describe that God. And so the symbolism is not lost on me that we've deliberately chosen a name that calls us to lean in a bit, dig into exactly what it is that this agape love, this highest form of unconditional, selfless, and sacrificial love. And it also calls us to lean in and dig around to uncover our understanding of God as well. And as we look for moments in our lives when we've experienced this type of unconditional love, maybe we'll begin to see God in those moments, those encounters, those people in our lives. So in fact, our peer ministers who live in the residence halls and are tasked with acting as spiritual leaders for our students on campus through role modeling, through active listening, and through creating inclusive and welcoming interfaith spaces with monthly programming for spiritual wellness, they've also started one additional and vital practice since we returned to campus last fall. In these times of upheaval and anxiety and so many unknowns, brought about by the coronavirus and having our day-to-day lives flipped upside down by racial injustices 400 plus years old that have been brought into the spotlight in hopes that we might finally impact some real change. With political divisiveness at maybe an all-time high and all that in addition to the many important decisions and transitions that happen under normal circumstances during your college years. Well, through all of that, your peer ministers have been reaching out to hold conversations about students' worldview journeys, their spiritual practices, and where they're feeling called in life. But what they're hearing in the midst of those conversations are examples, large and small, of agape love in action. They've had more than 60 students and some faculty and staff schedule agape chats, and we've heard uplifting and beautiful stories of people witnessing agape love in others and even in themselves. Moments like first-year student Adam Smart notes about seeing God in people he literally passed on the street while growing up in Japan. Growing up in Japan where there isn't that, there isn't really any Christianity there. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, I I don't know if I said this to you last time, but I felt that the people there upheld the Christian values more than, (laughs) more than the Christians. And and it's, 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 so when I grew up there, and I didn't have a church or anything, mm-hmm. I would see God through those people. Okay. And I'd see God through through them, even if they didn't have that relationship. And I guess that's something I found was, I did a lot of reading into uh, the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and how you can work through individuals. And that's and, where you saw. And that's, that's where I saw the Lord was through others and Him working through them. Mm-hmm. And it, it, was, it was some weird things where you're walking you're it's not weird it's the way the world should be where you're walking down the street and there's no trash because if someone sees it they pick it up (laughs) or or uh one that's a few that stick out to me was uh walking out of the train station when i was a little seventh grader and it was pouring down rain and i was lost Mm -hmm. and an older gentleman who couldn't speak any english (laughs) and at that point i couldn't speak any japanese he just like 
held out his umbrella to me. And he just gave it to me as I was walking by and then he walked wow. into the train because it was raining and I didn't have one. And he just said, here's, he just held it out and kept going. He gave it to you? Yeah, he gave his umbrella and, oh he, and he walked into the train. What would our world look like if every interaction we had, whether friends or strangers, was to always show this agape love through unselfish concern for others? Other students are recognizing a sense of agape love as feelings of peace and acceptance, sometimes found through mindfulness and meditation practices, but other times by just being present in a moment, like senior Chandra Kopis, who shares where she most feels the presence and love of something like God. You know, you're riding in the car with your windows down, or you just know, even if you've had a bad day, something hits you and you know, like, everything's going to be okay or you get a feeling. I like before I came to college, I was in my grandma's backyard and I was swinging on the swing, just listening to music. And I just had this like, like this moment where I knew I was in the right place and I was going to do the right thing. And that's kind of how those moments are for me. Where might we be more present to those moments in our everyday? If only we pause to notice. How would our entire world be a more loving place by recognizing how loved we are just as we are? Finally, I love hearing stories about how our Bellarmine community members are living out that agape love for others. Stories like 2020 grad and current interim assistant director of campus ministry, Andy Reeves, who shared his memories of the tragic aftermath of Hurricane Katrina. People stranded on the roofs around the the. Uh, broken levees and all that stuff so i was like you know what i need to do i need to do something mm. so i sold kool-aid on the corner of deer park avenue in norris place Aww. oh actually i didn't sell it i didn't sell it i gave it away for free Aww. with a big tin with a red cross sticker on it because my uncle worked at the red cross so he got me a sticker um Ooh, official yeah certified. right exactly <laughs> official certified um but he but yeah but we put it out there and i think i made like 150 200 dollars it's pretty good. Just giving away Kool-Aid and lemonade on the street corner. Um, with just and a sign that said, help the people in New Orleans. That was it. And then that was so successful. I was like, why don't we do this at school? And we made about $2,000 in pennies at Bloom Elementary School. And so all of these beautiful examples of agape love, I think, are our charge as humans to pause and notice the ways in which we encounter agape love through others in nature or even in ourselves in everyday moments, and especially to live with intentionality to show that agape love to others that we encounter in our life. I hope everybody listening will enjoy the stories you hear as we release new episodes each week and hear from different members of our Bellarmine community. And I pray that our entire Bellarmine community may feel the blessings in very tangible ways of this agape love that we're actively seeking out within the campus community. May we know agape love through God and through one another. May we recognize moments of agape love in our lives. And may we be agape love in all of our encounters with each other. Thanks for listening. Did you catch it? The example of agape love in action? What resonated with you in the stories shared today? Where did you hear agape love present? 
What would our world look like if in every interaction we had, we allowed agape love to lead us? Where might we be more present to those moments in our everyday, if only we paused to notice? How will you show someone agape love today? Thanks for joining us for today's episode of The Agape Project. Tune in again next week for more stories. If you'd like to get involved or share your own story of agape love in action, just reach out to campusministry at bellarmine.edu and we'll set you up. Have a blessed week. Thank you.